Welcome everyone to Free Basketball. The We're back off of, what, a month hiatus? I almost had Cody sing It's Been a While from, well, who is that, Stained? Stained, Aaron That's Lewis. A, yeah, I, I thought about having you sing that. It's been a while because since it I've seen the way <laughs> candle lights your face. <laughs> So it's been a while, and we are back together. Since I Me, said I'm sorry. Cody and Daniel, we can't get enough of basketball because it's what? Like 40-something days, 42 days till we have NBA preseason? So we're going to do a little something outside of the box that we haven't done before. Of course, we always do a preview kind of thing, and that will be coming up in the next couple weeks or so. Uh, but we want to talk about some future bets. And you may not, or you could be a huge gambling person, but it's becoming more prevalent. And so it's kind of the dead period of the summer. I know some people are betting baseball or they're getting ramped up with NFL. Preseason started this week. So we wanted to get some futures bets out there. And so kind of how we're going to do this, we're going to do, uh, we're basically going to grade them by three star, two, three stars, two stars, one stars bet. Obviously, one star, the weakest, two middle, three, our strongest bets. So we're going to have a couple of these. We're going to give you at least two three star futures bets each. So that's six three stars that we considered our actual locks. Now, these can be any kind of future you can think of or find of with the NBA betting right now. It can be season win totals it can be nba champion it can be mvp rookie of the year six man um there's a there's a lot of different stuff out there if you're shopping or have or play at different books so we always recommend that get multiple books at one time don't just have one book because you could be limited in scope so we plan to give you uh the plays the odds currently for them um, and which book that, which sports book that is that it you can find that at. So we're going to start off here with our first three star, and I'm going to let Daniel go up, go first uh, because he seems the most ready. He's been doing a lot of stuff with a new group, um, talking about betting and being on Spotify Lives. If you follow them. Um, so maybe Daniel should give a little plug about them first and then give us your first three star. Yep. I am excited to be back. I have been off of everything. So if everybody knows, I'm obviously on the Grizzly stuff and I'm taking a hiatus myself, but um, I have joined Multiplicity Media Group. Uh, we're doing a lot of football stuff. And so we are involved in some audio, which is on Spotify Live, but also doing a lot of video content. And that's about to start getting going. I made my first TikTok account and I, <laughs> I, I felt old the entire time. Uh, How many do you plan dance? on making if that's your did first? Did you dance? Did you have I a dance? I did not dance. There was no dancing involved. It was me. <laughs> I literally did it and I was like, all right, that was terrible. And I sat in the chair and I was home alone with my, my two kids. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it now. Let's just see how it is. I'll just try it out. And it all worked. And I put um, the eye of the tiger behind my my video, my first video. And so <laughs> I felt I felt confident in my my Memphis. Which uh, my, which eye of the tiger? Trip. Katy Perry? No. <laughs> oh. No. 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 Come on. You know. No, that song is called Roar. 
I know. Yeah. I was just I I just wanted to say Katy Perry just to see if Daniel Sorry. was really diving into TikTok like that. I no, I actually it. hate TikTok, uh, but oh. I I do not like it. The only thing I like about TikTok is when people send me the videos. I love that. Like if yes. I could have like that's my personal TikTok. People send me stuff, I watch them, I laugh, and then I move on with my life. But all right. <laughs> Enough about me. A lot of cool things coming. Uh, I'm excited. We have a lot of stuff. If you follow Grizzly stuff, we have a ton. Our team continues to grow, and we just grew by another person yesterday. It was on accident, but it happened. All right, so let mm. me get into my best play. This is my five-star. I know you asked for a three-star. Oh, this is a five-star. Like This is oh, a Lord. guarantee. Guarantee. It's a guarantee. Paolo Bencaro, rookie of the year. You can find it on DraftKings at plus 300. I had it for plus 400 when it was out. It's now on Caesars at plus 325. That's the highest odds I could find on a big book. That's Paolo Bencaro as a rookie of the year. And the reason is because he's going to be a guy who can score. He's going to make the flashy plays. He's also on a bad team that wants to make him the focal point of their offense. And so, that's why I go with him over a guy like Chet, who I think has a lot to learn in the NBA. And I think as you've seen so far, Paolo is already that dude. So you think that we've already seen that he had, he was awesome in the summer league for the few games they played, they put him down. There's been some interesting stuff with him and pro-ams with Deontay Murray, which we're not going to get into here. Um but you think that coming into the NBA and the situation he's coming into, Franz Wagner, a younger crew, he's going to get a lot of touches to put up that kind of production. Yes. I think he's that player. I think he demands that style of play. And I think you're going to see a big – I think you're going to be impressed. And he was my number one guy um, in the draft. And weirdly enough, we bet on him <laughs> and we didn't think we were winning. <laughs> and it came back because uh, I think uh, Woj, uh, I think he sold the bag. Yeah, we appreciate Woj for that one. So if you're for rookie of the year, what do you think is a realistic expectation stat line for Paolo? Do you think it's all going to be about scoring? Or do you think he's going to have the re num rebounding numbers too, even with Franz Wagner there in his second year? Um, Wendell Carter Jr., you know, what, what's a realistic line that you think he's going to be scoring nightly on his average? Um, I think he can be close to the 18 mark. I, okay. I, don't, I haven't looked over the past few years, but I think he could – It I could easily get to the 18-point mark, about five rebounds, three assists. Uh, just looking at this, mm. um, the last – we'll say the last three seasons – uh scotty barnes lamello and jaw 15.3 points 15.7 points and jaw had 17.8 and honestly you're kind of all over the place depending on what style of player it is whether it's rebounds or assists but they're usually at a five or six in one of those categories and they're probably a three or four in the other one but you know unless you're luca putting up 21 7 and 6 i, I think that 18 points maybe five or six rebounds, four assists. I, th I think that's a pretty good number uh, for a rookie. Yeah, I, I'm kind of surprised that it's still, honestly, that's still being offered at three to one. I think when it first opened, I, I think it was like four or five to one, like you said. Yeah. Um, and so he's probably been bet on the most. But 
I agree. I think that is a slam dunk. That seems like a for sure. And five star talking about ultra lock. Um, <laughs> I think the only thing that could prevent this from happening is obviously an injury. Right. But I don't think he's going to be kind of put in a situation where, you know, he's just getting killed every night where that probability <laughs> shoots up that he's going to have an injury. So I think it's a really good play. It's a really strong start. Cody, you're going to go last for our three stars because I'm going to give mine now. And okay. I, 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 Daniel already knows this one. I don't know if I told you this. I, I think I tried to keep this from you on purpose because I thought you might be very interested in this conversation. But you can find this on BetMGM right now. The Brooklyn Nets to make the playoffs. This is my three-star, one of my locks. The yes is minus 400, implied 80% chance that they will make the playoffs. The no is plus 300, 20% implied chance that they will not make the playoffs. My bet is no, that the Brooklyn Nets will not make the playoffs. And here's why. Last year, they went 44 and 38. Their current win total right now is 46 and a half. Last year, I mean, they were in the play-in and lost to the Cavs. I mean, they barely got by the Cavs. They got by them late, got swept by the Celtics. We've heard nothing but Kyrie and KD news all summer. He just reiterated last week or so the wish to be traded. It's either trade me or get rid of Sean Marks and Steve Nash. And Josiah has already come out and said that he's sticking by his front office and his coach. So what does that lead to? That leads to what everyone's favorite thing to say that NBA players love to say um, is don't tell me to shut up and dribble because that's what Joe Sy is basically saying to KD. So I think this is a bet on KD if he is not traded and the Nets just play hardball because Joe sy has got the money. You know, he's bummed out with this team. This is year three of this. I'm betting on KD being with the Nets and either not playing or not caring <clears throat> and i'm also betting on ben simmons not wanting to play basketball anymore um so i'm leaning this is a pride bet for joe Sy. i'm going with joe Sy because if this does get really bad and joe Sy does tra uh, trade him mid-season there's going to be some team out there that's kind of middling that was expected to be a contender they're kind of middling and they need a jolt um, that may actually push all their chips in for Kevin Durant. And with Kyrie Irving, I mean, there's been leaked reports that Kyrie wanted a longer max extension contract, but wanted something in the contract that said he only had to play maximum 60 games per year. Um, so this is a guy that does not want to play basketball in Kyrie Irving, except when he wants to. KD, who has reiterated to the front office and to the NBA that he wants to be traded, and Ben Simmons doesn't want to play basketball anymore. And that's very obvious. Um, so if I'm getting plus 300 odds, and I know it's a 20% chance based on these odds, I actually think it's a 40 to 45% chance that KD is traded. One of KD or Kyrie is traded, or both of them sit out the year, and the Nets completely fall in on themselves. Is that crazy, Cody? No, I don't think so. The Nets are kind of a the Nets are kind of a dumpster fire to begin with. So I mean, like everything going on there is a distraction. 
um, excuse me, we saw last year that like even like they couldn't get out of the first round of the playoffs. Like, I mean, I know they had some injuries and some weird stuff going on there, but like still they're the Nets. They got swept. They didn't win a single game in the playoffs last year. And they're supposed to be, you know, the favorite, like, you know, beginning of the year, they're favorite to win the title. I know things change throughout the year, but. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, Okay, they went 44 and 38 last year, and now they're expected from Vegas to win three more games to hit an over. I mean, are they getting three win bump from getting Joe Harris back? Like, are they really expecting Ben Simmons to come back and provide in a big way? Um, Like, Daniel, what do you think about this bet? I like it. I think it's uh, you're betting on a the the stats part of it right so you're looking at it as to the point where if kevin durant stays obviously you're gonna see Kyrie stay and you're gonna see um whatever his name ben simmons stay all right so those three players all have to stay they all have to be happy and they all have to be healthy like to make the playoffs i think that one of those goes wrong if not all three goes wrong and if all three goes wrong they're 100 percent not making the playoffs and it's potentially a blow up and they're just gonna figure it out and not worry about trying to make the playoffs this season because they don't have any picks so they're gonna have to get back picks if they want to go forward so i think this is a great play i especially the odds like i wish it was a little bit higher but i know there's some controversy going around i think that the closer we get to the season we might actually see these odds even go up higher. So if you're willing to make a small play on it now and wait, the longer you wait, they have to think that Kevin Durant's going to stay on the team. And if Kevin Durant's on the team, they have to feel like they're making the playoffs. So I, I think that they're going to continue to keep going up. It's just when do you actually strike? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, and, of course, with all these futures, I mean, we get it. No one loves them. We don't love them because you have to wait on them. Um, and you have to wait a whole season and that can be boring for a lot of people, but if you've got the bankroll and the extra and you've got a set aside budget for futures, I mean, this is worth a look at because I, I think this should be closer to even (laughs) odds that this could happen because all reports indicate that there is an unhappy ending to this situation coming to an already very unhappy situation (laughs) so let's move on to cody it's your turn for your three star let's hear it all right this is one of my favorite um things to think about throughout the year because it is such a narratively driven award i feel like but Mm. here we go with your 2023 22 23 kia nba mvp is it kia still yeah, I think so. I don't know. All right, cool. But Whatever. I think I know exactly what you're going to say because I almost put this in my list. Say it. At plus 600 at like four different places, but I don't want Caesar Sportsbook here. I think Joel Embiid is the one to look out for. He's been knocking on the door <laughs> for the – hear me out, hear me out. No, I he's love been, it. I this, he's been knocking on the door for the this. last few years. He's right there. Um, his teammate James Harden renegotiated his deal in a way that allows the 76ers some more flexibility in a move that is 
seems like the most un-James Harden-like thing that's happened in the last five years. Um, so I think that the like the everything that Ben Simmons is out of there, everything that's going on in Philadelphia is, you know, kind of like, you know, good energy around it, it feels like. The people are saying the right things, whether or not James Harden shows up and is able to contribute in the extremely meaningful kind of like second banana way, um, like second guy on a championship team remains to be seen. Um, but I kind of have, I kind of feel good about the 76ers moving into this season. I feel good about Joel Embiid. He's gotten, I feel like he's gotten better um, over the last few years. Um, each year he's kind of like, especially over the last two has really improved his game and like, you know, really been that guy for that team. So um, yeah, that's, that's my uh, three star. Yeah. Right I, I absolutely love it. I almost, it was my last cut to make my final one star. Um, because I think you are exactly right. MVP is all about narrative. The only reason I kept it off is because of the games played. Um, is he going to have enough games played in a season logged to actually win it? Um, and I know, I think he played 60-ish, 62 to 68. No, I don't think it's 68. I can't remember. But for the past couple of seasons, he's been in the mid-50s, mid to late 50s, every game in the season. And I think the last time an MVP won uh, or someone that won an MVP below 62 games, I think was like Carl Malone in 1998 or 1997 or something like that. He played um, 68 games last year. Okay, he did play 68. but And so that was the only reason I left it off because the narrative of it I think you are right on. That's the one of the reasons why I looked at it. He's been second in back-to-back years behind Jokic. We know the narrative behind this. Jokic is not winning a third. I mean, Giannis is, to me, the only one that might potentially have another year like that where he gets another one. Um, and Luca, I know, is the odds-on favorite right now. It's just a little above. I think it's plus 500, if my memory recalls uh, correctly. But He's been second back-to-back years, and what was the whole narrative last year when Embiid didn't win it again? Oh, what has he got to do? I mean, even Embiid said that. I don't know what I got to do to win this thing. Um, I think the narrative play is huge in this play, and also the thing I'm watching for is the actual games played. But I think if he has an equivalent season last year or this year like he did last year, maybe a little bump in efficiency because he has Harden assistant with him now full time. And they were like the best pick and roll uh, tandem in the NBA for that short period of time. I I don't see how he doesn't win it. So I love this three-star Daniel. What do you think about this play? Yeah, I'm on the same thing as well. I love Joel Embiid. I actually have the 76ers as my highest ranking team out of the East. And so give me a little bit of behind the scenes on what I'm going to be having uh, as the Eastern Conference champions. Uh, So Mm. I believe I believe in Joel Embiid. I really do. Uh, The numbers on the Harden and Embiid pick and roll are off the charts. The problem is you got to get them on the court same time. And you yeah. got to get James Harden out of the strip clubs. But besides <laughs> that, he's good. <laughs> big ask. Big ask. If big, you, ask. Uh, big ask. Um, now, these next three, let's get to our ones 
we have another three star that we're going to end with. So we went a little more in depth with the three stars. Um, now just a little blur because we're going to do our ones and two stars if we have any. We're going to do three each quick. So what you're getting in this pod is you're getting six three star bets and then you're getting nine additional ones and two stars that we really, really like right now and that's available. Um, so we'll go a little kind of faster on these before we get to the end. So, Daniel, we'll lead with you. Give us one of your one or two stars that you've got. Yeah, this is a two star for me. I really like it. And reason is because one of the starters on this team is going to be out for at least two months. You're talking about probably 30 games of an, uh, you know, 80 plus season where people might uh, you're going to be playing a lot of games. And so in an 82 game season, you have somebody missing at least a third, if not half. So you're going to have to contribute a lot on this team. So I'm going with Tyus Jones at plus 2,500 to be the sixth man of the year. Now, I don't love it. I would almost probably put it on a one star, but I do think there's potential there because he just got paid. And so he has a lot to prove with the fact that he has potential to score even more he also plays alongside Job ja Moore. And because Jaron Jackson Jr. will be out for, you know, let's say 30 games this season, uh, coming back from injury, I think there's a potential to see his scoring take a jump. So we'll see. But Tyus Jones plus 2,500. You can find it on DraftKings, six man of the year. DraftKings. Okay. Yeah. I looked at a couple of those six man of the year and didn't really love anything. The thing about the six man of the year is you've got to score points, right? Like that yeah. is the biggest thing. You've got to score anywhere from 16 to 20 points. And that's the only thing about Tyus is he getting to that number? I don't know. Um, and then if somebody's out like John, he's still into the starter. I mean, will they really take that into account for his six man? Um, but I like it at the odds because well, that the Grizzlies have moved on from a key, some key rotational pieces. He is vitally important for that bench. So it's a good gamble, good risk if you want to take it. Um, one of my two stars, or I think it's a two star. Yeah, two star. Phoenix Suns to win the Pacific Division on FanDuel is the best odds I can find, plus 200. Um, two to one on this for a team that last year won 60 plus games and ran away at the end with the Pacific Division and the year before won the Pacific Division. Um, so yeah, I get it. They, they were in the papers a lot, so to hmm. speak, um, with the Andre Ayton debacle over the summer, but they essentially bring back the exact same core. It feels like they're going to try to make a move to improve the Jay Crowder spot. They've got to improve the backup point guard. Um, I just, if this, I just don't see it where they don't repeat as a, th this is a three-peat as the Pacific region champions. Um, and it's only because they have the Clippers and the Warriors in their division that I think that they're the third highest favorite right now. Uh, because the Warriors, I know, are the odds on favorite to win this division, the Clippers right behind. I'm really going to trust the Clippers to play a full 82 games together and win that division. No. Um, the Warriors and Suns was close race last year until the Warriors fell apart. I think they're one kind of nagging injury away from having a bad midseason like they did last year. And the Suns, when guys went out, they just kept chugging along. So I think this is an easy bet here. 
The Suns to win the Pacific Division. That's on FanDuel plus 200. Most other books, it's like plus 165 to plus 185. So the best juice that you can get. Cody, give us one of your one or two stars. All right, here we go. Two star right here. You guys are both going to be mad at this, but <laughs> fuck you. Um, <laughs> this right here is for rookie of the year. I got my guy Chet Holmgren plus mm. 420 from FanDuel. <clears throat> rookie mm. of the year. So going you, directly against Daniel's lock, his five yeah, star, which yeah, isn't even I'm, on our rating scale. I'm taking a dookie all over that dookie <laughs> and saying that it's gonna be it's gonna be Chet. Um, no more explanation needed other than it was different than what Daniel said. <laughs> Daniel, give us another one. Uh, yeah, let's go. Um, let's go with a fun one right here. We're gonna go. Uh, Damian Lillard MVP at plus seventy five hundred. Plus, is this your one star? My one star, Damian Lillard plus seventy five hundred <laughs> over at Caesars, and the reason is real quick. I won't spend much time on this. For them to for to be any good at all, he has to be amazing, right? Okay, yeah. so there's potential there. It's now his team. He obviously is all over social media anytime he's talking he's that guy he's that dude he's gonna show up i just think that damian lillard really was not a part of the season last year i think that he comes out swinging he doesn't care about defense he's got two guys back there that are trying to help out play defensive better it's his team he's shooting 40 points a night let the clip unload (laughs) 7500 at caesar's I love it. That's a fun one. If you want to invest something and just stare at the potential payout for 10 months. Yeah. Um, yeah that's fun to pray about on that one. So I like that. One. That was huge. Odd. 7,500. Good Lord. Um, shoosh. You, want, you uh, want the other side of that coin? Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So for 7,500 plus 7,500 odds from Caesar Sportsbook. This is, this is what I call, I'm calling this one and I got another one. They're called uh, Cody's High Flyers, which are ones that you just take a fi- you take a flyer on when you're high, um, because they're so ridiculous. So we're going with Anthony Edwards to win the MVP at plus seventy five hundred. Wow! This is a tandem bet, though. This is a tandem bet. It's not like it's not a parlay or anything like that. It's just. The, there are two bets that go together that would be fun to watch the payout for all year. And then, in addition, <laughs> hold on, if you save your last one, you got no, these more, right? they go together. I got, okay, I got, okay. I got ones after this that are more serious. And okay. then, what, what, what else you do with this Anthony Edwards bet to make it a little more fun and spicy is you bet the Timberwolves to win the Western Conference Finals at plus two thousand. <laughs> Jesus. And if you want to hedge on Anthony Edwards and you believe in the Wolves, you can still get Cat at plus 5,000 to win the MVP. So you tell me. <laughs> that was like a four-layered one-star right. bet. Uh, but I like it. That's a fun one. I'm going to – I'll give my fun one too. This is my one-star. This is on FanDuel. This is actually a parlay. Um, you can actually parlay regular, win, regular season wins. And there is a bucket under FanDuel that's 
45 plus regular season wins. Uh, the Timberwolves, the Toronto Raptors, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. That comes back at plus 436 odds. All three teams, 45 plus regular season wins next year. Mm. That's that's my fun one. And so wow. you can play around with that a lot with FanDuel. There's a lot of interesting things. Um, if you like them individually, the Timberwolves is juiced a little bit, minus 270. Raptors individually is minus 150, which is pretty good. And then the Cavaliers, which is one I actually love personally, is plus 135 to win 45-plus games. So that's my parlay for that. Um, let's get your last <clears throat> your last one, David. All right, so we're going to talk off of air on that one because I'm curious. Like, could we take, <laughs> like – four or five teams for 40 plus wins and potentially turn a profit. Um, It depends on, I looked through a lot of them. They don't offer every team for each bucket. Right. But, Uh, but they're juiced to the moon on some, and you can choose, I believe up to six selections on those FanDuel parlays. Interesting. All right. We're going to look at that. Yeah. Yeah, because I put three teams and uh, I put the Mavericks, Grizzlies, and Timberwolves 40 plus wins, and it's minus 306. So, probably not something we're going to do. Uh, I mean, it's not terrible, Juice. It's not horrible. We're just going to keep, we're just going to keep on moving. All right. <laughs> uh, so, this is uh, another fun one, but I think it's potentially uh, the problem with this is this player averaged 17.9 points last year with 10 rebounds, right? So, they're averaging a double double. I just think the thought process on this guy and this player has kind of soured. And so, yes, the stats are there, but I think there's going to be a different outlook that this player will have. And for the most improved player next season at plus 7,500 on DraftKings, I'm going with Christian Wood. I just think that with contract here. Yeah. He's playing with Luca. Right. So he's going to have the potential to be the second best player on the court at plus 7,500 at DraftKings. I'm taking the flyer on him. I know that he is not amazing player. And I know that the stats, that's what's going to be the hard thing to do is to jump so high that he can really make a big improvement and be the most improved. But at 18 points, like what if he gets up to 24 points a game and he's a solid guy averaging 14 rebounds? That's 24 and 14. That's a really good season. And really the outlook on him playing alongside Luca, it could turn him into being one of the better players. And if he jumps up to be an all-star randomly, I think that's a good, completely a big jump. I think he can win for plus 7,500. Wow. That is certainly a bet right there. I would have never, ever considered that way, especially not for most improved. He was actually a flyer, I think, for six man of the year because it seems like they're going to bring him off the bench. Really? Uh, but that's kind of the initial thing that I've seen. And But I don't know if they're going to put him in right away for Dwight Powell or not or try to yes. pair him with him. No, uh, he started. That's, that's what I'm not sure of. So it's an interesting bet either way. Um, the one that I have, my this is a one-star. This is very basic, not fun. Boston Celtics under 56 and a half wins. Um, it's on MGM for minus 110. DraftKings has it at 54 and a half. And FanDuel has the same number as MGM, 56 and a half. But FanDuel has it juiced to the under. So I'm getting minus 110 on another book that 
has it two wins less. And FanDuel has the same line, but juice to the under. Yeah, I'll take the minus 110. I just, the last time the Boston Celtics won 57 plus games was 2008. And now they're coming off a very long, grueling season where they sucked at the beginning. They put it all together and made this huge run where nightly they're having to play hard. And then they walk into the playoffs and they play really physical series after the first round, obviously. Um, back-to-back against the Bucks and Miami, both going to seven games, and then having to play kind of a finesse game against the Warriors. And I don't think there's going to be any kind of drop-off, and this is going to be a 57-win team last year. Um, I just don't get it. I don't see it. And I'm not going to believe in a team because they added Malcolm Brogdon to win almost 60 games. So that's a play for me under... That is a one star for me under 56 and a half wins. Cody, what's your last one star before we get to these final three stars? All right. Or one or two stars. So my last, my last one I have here is a, uh, it's the Philadelphia 76ers to win the title. That one. Just a one star or two star. What you like uh, I'm thinking this is like a this is like a one star. This is kind of a long shot, um, but the Philadelphia 76ers to win it's not really a long shot. But Philadelphia 76ers to win the title it's plus sixteen hundred at Caesars. Um, I think that's a pretty uh, solid like you know one star bet there. Yeah, I think there's I like a that. I think there's a higher upgrade bet lower down the line. It's not quite the finals, but I think that for. For the finals, plus 1,600 is a good good number there. Yeah, and I think typical trend is if it's just not like an overwhelming favorite like the Warriors were back in, you know, 2016 you know, or 14, you know, on to 2019 where they were basically the favorite. Like they had juiced odds. Like you had to pay into it for them to win it. Um, most of these champions you can find in the plus 1,800 to plus 1,200 range. So it's right in range where we see a lot of champions come from. Uh, so I don't remember what the Warriors were last year, but I guarantee you is at least 1,200. I wish I knew that number off the top of my head. But um, so that's where you can find these teams. And I think there's value there on that 1,200. So I like that one. But let's get to, Daniel, your final three star. What you got for us? You've already given us a lot of good stuff. Let's hear your other take it to the bank winner. Take it to the bank. We have a six man of the year. So you're probably sitting here thinking like you've already given out Tyus Jones for six man of the year. Well, yeah, n- n- duh, but it was plus 2,500, right? This one is the clear favorite. Uh, you can you can say clear favorite if you want. He's pretty much a one or one of the top two players that are possibly going to win this. And if you go back and look at the awards for this actual award, it has been a lot of the smaller guys, the ones that score. And that's Tyler Hero, Jordan Clarkson, not Montrez Harrell, but at Lou Williams twice, Eric Gordon, Jamal Crawford, Lou Williams again, Jamal Crawford. So you get the point. It's guys that score 18 to 22 points a game. And so I'm going after a guy who put up 18 and a half points, four assists, and three rebounds last year. The guy who won it was Tyler Hero at 20.7 points, four assists, 
five rebounds. I think that Jordan Poole at plus 500 at both mm. uh, FanDuel and DraftKings, I think that he has potential to really jump up and take a hold of this award uh, very early because with the Golden State Warriors, they're going to be a really good team, but they also understand they have a lot of young players on this team and they have to make sure they get them playing time. But you also have a guy that's coming off the bench and he's going to be the guy who's going to put up points. And so I'm going with Jordan Poole at plus 500 at both FanDuel and DraftKings. Sixth man of the year. That's a really interesting bet because it kind of starts a dialogue about what is kind of the future for this Warriors, right? right? Because if you're talking about Jordan Poole in the 17 to 21 point range, then you're talking about the diminishing role of Clay Thompson. And Clay, you know, I would say the best description of his playoffs last year was lackluster. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like one every five games he had it. Um, and even when he quote unquote had it, it wasn't the clay we're used to, right? Not the whatever it is you say, Cody, the 30 points and six dribbles or whatever it was. Like um, 53 points and 13 dribbles, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's just not the same. Um, so you're talking about a clear, if Jordan Poole's going to win this, then you're betting on that there's a clear shift from a reduction in Clay Thompson's kind of role. Um, not saying they doesn't start or anything, but he, there's a pull, there's a quicker hook on his playing time right. and supplanted more with Jordan Poole's creativity, right? And his yeah. ball handling and his creation. Um, so I think that is a good bet. I, I was interested by it at first, but ultimately couldn't do it because I, I just have a hard time with those six man of the years, you know, yeah. like you do just have to find a guy who's just going to score a lot, but they also kind of have to be on decent teams. So it, it's tough, but I think Jordan Poole is five to one odds on purpose and yeah. the highest odds because he is the most obvious candidate for what, you know, those things that we saw in the playoffs last year. Um, right. So that's a very interesting thing to look for for the next, for the upcoming season, at least. My final three-star. Uh, mine's a little less exotic. Mine, I've, I've actually bet these, so I'm not going super crazy um, on odds and stuff like that. But the Cleveland Cavaliers, over 42 and a half wins right now. That's minus 125, so you've got to pay a little bit. But that is on MGM. Last year, they went 44 and 38, and they were injury riddled last year. Colin Sexton didn't even play, and there's talks that he could be traded. If not, they'll bring him back in. We'll see what kind of role he has. Um, they got Karis Levert, you know, to kind of take over spot, but he wasn't their full season. You know, Darius Garland, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley as a rookie. This bet for me is really the projection of Evan Mobley. If he is really that guy, um, then second year is going to be a very big year for him. And so I'm betting on the progression and the development of Evan Mobley as a top tier future eight to 10 time all NBA player. Um, and I'm betting on the Cleveland Cavaliers to repeat what they did last year. So kind of ties in with my regular season wins parlay. Um, I just think I'm going to get a rookie to sophomore year bump from Evan Mobley. 
and Jared Allen was injured towards the end. I mean, this was like a four seed last year. This team was on pace to win 50 wins, if we're going to be honest. And injuries caught up with them. I mean, I think Evan Mobley, Jared Allen, and Darius Garland barely played 60 games. Um, Darius Garland, I think, played the most, which was like mid-60s, maybe like 66, 68. But Evan Mobley played like 60 games. Jared Allen only played in the 50s. And now I'm getting a full season. And Kevin Love was second in six-man of the year last year. So he kind of had a revamped year. Um, and so I just like um, the Cavaliers next year. They're one of my favorites to bet on. I think 42-and-a-half is way too low at easily three to four wins off. Something would have to go really, really wrong for this team, and they would have to be snake-bitten to not hit this number. The other thing I like with that, too, if you want something that's a little less odds, um, on FanDuel, to make the playoffs, there, yes, is minus 110, and there, no, is even money, plus 100. So if you like the Cavaliers over 42 and a half wins, they're probably right on the edge, probably making at least the play-in and having a shot to make one of those seven or eight seeds. So pay, you know, 15 cents less tax, basically, to say that, yes, they'll make the playoffs. But I think the minus 125 is you should take it no matter what because you could miss out on them making, you know, if they happen to be in the play-in. Um, but I think this team is going to be solidly in the playoffs and over 42 and a half wins is my three-star bet. Take it to the bank. Cody, well, I guess we should say, before we move on to something else, Daniel, let me hear your reaction to that. Are you a believer in the Cavaliers? Do you, are, do you agree with that? Or do you think the complication with Sexton coming back, trying to fit him in if they don't trade him with Karis LeVert, toxic situation, like what's what would be holding you back from making this bet? Uh, that number is kind of big. What was that number again? 42 and a half. Oh, I thought you said 47 and a half. I'm sorry. 42 and a half. Yeah, I like it for the simple fact that as long as they're a 500 basketball team, I, which I think they easily can be, uh, there you go. Like, I, I like it for the simple fact that this team is going to be still young, but they, they do have a guy like Kevin Love that's on the team. The only thing you got to be careful of is do they get rid of him? I think he's in uh, his last year of the deal. So that, do they get rid of him? Uh, move on whether you get back for him uh, midway or to, midway through the year. Um, so I, I still like you know Garland. Obviously Mobley is really good, and Jared Allen was a guy who honestly came on so much last year. And we thought there's no way they're going to play Mobley and Allen together, and they did. So I'm curious how they continue on. I don't know the Colin Sexton drama. What really that brings because. I don't know if he's coming back. So there's still a lot to happen, but with or without Sexton, I like this team. So yeah, I, I, I'd say they win easily 43 plus games this year. Yeah, Cody, even with the injuries that they had last year to their three core players, they win 44 games. Um, so is this a slam dunk for you or do you actually think that maybe this is just who they are? They're an injury riddled team and they will. No, this is. I think this is a pretty good bet. I mean, like the only thing that could really submarine it is if they trade Colin Sexton for Kyrie Irving. <laughs> wow. Bring Kyrie back could tank. 
this forty-two and a half wins. That's the only uh, way. That makes me if sad the, to think about. If the, <laughs> if the Cavaliers do a Cavaliers thing and somehow end up with Kyrie back in the building, then that's the only thing that I think could really make it worse. <laughs> well, Other Cody, than that, I think get, it's a lot. Okay, Cody, let's get to your final three three star, and we'll wrap up here. What's what's your what's your final lock for the people? My final lock for the people is not a sexy pick, but it's you know it's one that I you know I think all three of us will be happy about. Um, so if you go to FanDuel and you look at the futures bet odds for the uh, Southwest Division winner, um, you'll see that you can get the Memphis Grizzlies at plus 115. Um, and they're actually the favorites in that division. So I think that that's, that's uh, you know, I think that's one to watch out for there. I know they're in the, I know they're in there with the Mavericks and the Pelicans and you also have the, uh, you know, the Spurs are always in the hunt, but you know, I think the I think the Grizzlies are right there. The Spurs thing was a joke because the Spurs are plus twenty five thousand <laughs> to win the division. You can actually get them from DraftKings at plus fifty thousand, which is double every. That's how sure DraftKings is that they're not going to win the division. Um, and DraftKings actually has the Grizzlies at plus one hundred five. So there, it seems mm. like there's a lot there's a lot closer lines you can find. Everything like plus one fifteen is um, the only one I saw that high. Everything else is 100, 110, 105. So um, I think that's that's my that's my my lock of the lock of the week i like that when daniel of course has got to be ecstatic about that hey. uh, what what's your general thoughts about the grizzlies is it uh, so we can talk about for a second about this because the I grizzlies are the patriots of the nba <laughs> <laughs> taylor Fight jenkins me. is bill belichick um but no, like obviously the Mavericks are in that division. Luca always has come some kind of nagging things where he misses a little bit of time. But Jaw last year misses a huge chunk of time. Dylan misses a huge chunk of time, and that train just kept chugging. Second in the West, um, and now this year we know for sure for that team they're going to be without Jaron Jackson Jr. for a strong length of time, and he was absolutely crucial for them on you know rotation help defense with protecting the rim. Um, so are you worried about, now I know it's hard to say as for a Grizz fan, are you worried about a little bit of regression in the regular season? Um, or do you think that this is a no brainer as well? Um, I don't know about, I don't, I don't know about no brainer. That's, that's, that's tough because, and the reason I say this is because you have some really good teams and you have the Pelicans who are potentially bringing back Zion. Uh, he has a, a weight clause in his contract where he has to stay <laughs> below a certain amount of weight, whatever. But um, I, I just think that it's tough to put your money on those, uh, the way these teams are. If there was no Jaron Jackson Jr. injury, yeah, I think that's a slam dunk. But with it, I I, I don't ever want to bet against a guy like John Morant because obviously I've won against him before and it didn't end well. Uh, but I do mm-hmm. think that, that jaw has the potential to just kind of you know make this team will this team into you know being a true winner again and the fact that the books are behind them saying that they're going to be a top five team in the in the west 
just kind of makes me feel better, but it still scares me as a fan just for the simple fact that there's no Jaron there very early on. But I do think that the Mavericks aren't as good personally. Mm. And I do think that the Pelicans are going to Pelican. So I would mm. say that, yeah, this is probably a, a very good bet because I trust Ja. Yeah, I think it's a good point. I don't even think the Pelicans should be even considered to be in the race. I know everybody's got an extreme hard on for what they did against the one seed in the Suns last year, right? Like, oh, you could make this argument that they should have won the first round series against the Suns. Um, but as someone who placed a bet for a friend of mine on the Pelicans season win total last year, last year it was set at, I believe, 41 and a half. And he bet the over, and that went under by like eight games. Um, and so just to tell you how kind of bad the Western Conference was last year to get into the play-in, like it was kind of a minor miracle that they were even in the play-in. And now we're talking about a Western Conference that even is even better. And now I get it. Whole offseason, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram look awesome in the regular season. You know, they had some really fun rookies, Herb Jones, you know, JV, Jonas Valanciunas is still there the potential of getting Zion back. And then all of a sudden I'm expecting them to win in the mid to high forties. I mean, you're going to have to be a 50 win team at least to win this division because you've got the Grizzlies and the Mavericks. And so all of a sudden I'm supposed to leave, believe that the Pelicans are going to have a 13 game bump to win this division. Absolutely not. Uh, so I don't even think they should be in the race. I like the team. Don't get me wrong, but I don't like them to win the Southwest Division. I think it's a two-horse race between the Mavericks and the Grizzlies, and I think that race is going to be awesome. So I love the bet, Cody. That what? Do you think that a horse race is going to be won by a bear or a horse? <laughs> <laughs> I think the bear will maul the horse. So okay. I think yeah. you have a. I think you have a really good bet here. So that's going to wrap up our bets here. I do want to go over them real quick. Daniel, his one stars, Damian Lillard, MVP. This is at Caesars, plus 7,500. Christian Wood, most improved player. That was at DraftKings, plus 7,500. His two star, his lone two star, Tyus Jones on DraftKings, plus 2,500 for sixth man of the year. And then his two three stars, excuse me, a three star and a five star. We'll start <laughs> with right. this three star. Sixth man of the year goes to Jordan Poole, plus 500 right now. And then his five-star, quote-unquote, Paolo Bancaro, rookie of the year. Um, he th- plus 325, I believe you said. That was at, at Caesars. Yes. Uh, mine real quick, one-star, Boston Celtics under 56.5 wins. That was minus 110 on MGM. Uh, my other one-star was the 45-plus regular seasons win parlay. You can find that on FanDuel. Those teams were the Minnesota Timberwolves, Toronto Raptors, and the Cleveland Cavaliers, plus four, three, 400, ah, plus 436 odds. Been saying a lot of numbers here for the past 40 minutes, so it's all starting to run together. Um, my two-star, my lone two-star, we didn't like the two-stars too much in our podcast here, um, but the Phoenix Suns to win the Pacific Division, that was at FanDuel at plus 200. And my three-stars. And I love both these three stars personally. Um, on Bet MGM, the Brooklyn Nets to make the playoffs, no, is plus 
300 currently. And the other three star, the Cleveland Cavaliers, over 42 and a half wins, minus 125 on MGM. Now you can get that at FanDuel at 41 and a half with a little bit more juice too, minus 134. So if you don't mind the extra nine cents, which I probably wouldn't for a whole nother game, then you can get that number currently on FanDuel as well for the over on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And for Cody, his one star, I don't even think I was able to write down all the correlated things that went together with this, but Anthony Edwards uh, at plus 7,500 for MVP at Caesars tied in with the Minnesota Timberwolves Western conference finals winners plus 2000. And then if you didn't like that, there was something about Carl Anthony towns at plus plus 5,000 to win the MVP, something like that. Um, and then his other one, one star play, the Philadelphia 76ers, the actual NBA champions, the only one to do that in this entire podcast, pick a champion plus 1600 his lone two star. We didn't, we didn't plan this out. We all just had one two star, which is kind of funny to me. Um, rookie of the year to battle against Daniels head to head five star play. Chet Holmgren plus 420, which I believe he said was on Caesars as well. And his two, three stars, Joel Embiid MVP plus 600. I'm going to play that as soon as we get off of this recording here. And on FanDuel, the Memphis Grizzlies at plus 115 to win the Southwest Division. Hopefully I repeated all those right. If not, go back and listen to the episode. Give us another listen or download. We thank everyone for being here. Cody, do you have anything to plug? Because who knows when the people will hear us next. Uh, no, I don't. I got nothing to plug. <laughs> uh, but what you, you should. But what? No, no, no. But what you should do is you should like and share and rate and review this podcast. That's what you should do. Uh, yeah. And if you're on Spotify, hit the little heart, you know, or the follow button. Subs- you know, whatever the button it is, whether it's follow, subscribe. Um, definitely hit share if you subscribe to daniel's method of gaining fans you should sneak into your grandmother's phone (laughs) and (laughs) you should subscribe to our podcast for her and then give it back to her and you know that's what you should do so you know break into somebody's phone and subscribe to our podcast for them i don't that's what i'm advocating that's uh that's really that's Dustin off an oldie right there. Man, you have to be an OG listener to get that yeah, reference. You'd have to be a tongue tapper to really get that one. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I just I just want to put that in the Hall of Fame. That is that comment is throwing it way back. That's my favorite. The tongue tapper is my favorite. That, that is so all-time moment maybe we should do you know who knows what episode we're on right now i stopped keeping track but for one of our big number episodes we'll just have i'm gonna have to take the time and match up a bunch of stuff that we've said over the years um Mm -hmm. and put it all out just as a compilation that'd be a lot of fun but uh thank you guys for joining us once again like we said we'll have some sort of preview coming out over the next couple weeks we get it with these futures bets things can change so if you want to wait till the actual season starts, sure, we can't guarantee that the numbers will be the same. Um, but these are the numbers that we like right now. 
currently, and we thought it'd be fun to get together and talk about them. So certainly you can wait. Can't guarantee you'll get the same number that we offered here, um, but there's potentially you could get an even better number. So you just never know. Um, and free agency, we could have a lot of news. It's been quiet for a while, um, but it seems like it's starting to build and ramp back up as we're getting closer and closer a couple weeks, a month and a half, basically away from preseason basketball. And basketball is back in our lives after this dreadful two or three months. Um, so everyone have a good week. We'll see you guys next time.